this is not it will probably unfortunately get worse before they get better yeah whatever Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to a special episode of The Debrief. What I want to basically do is, yeah, there was some great news stories this week, and I definitely want to touch on them, but I think it's most important is to explain and introduce, I know I kind of explained it previously, but explain and introduce the um, Mesh TV. And I know I kind of went over it, and what I want to basically do is give you kind of a rundown, you know, as to what you're getting right now with Mesh TV. And it seems a little, uh, maybe a little um, different to do an episode, you know, uh, uh, particularly about this. But I think it's very important. You know what you're getting into when you're getting Mesh TV. And, um, you know what I'm saying, and I want to introduce you to some of the people, the first people I'm bringing on board for this. And I feel like it's the best way to do news TV. Because um, right now, you know, there's left wing news and there's right wing news. The, the people down the center who we had, who was supposed to be like CNN. Um, since Ted Turner left that station, it hasn't been the same. Unfortunately, now it's total state propaganda. Uh, when it was run by Ted Turner, it was a little different. You know what I'm saying? It was more pure. It was more just unobjective news coverage, etc. Um, there's also something that used to be a, that used to um, exist called the fairness doctrine. Now you may not know what the fairness doctrine is, so uh, let's kind of go over what the fairness doctrine is and why you know mesh news. If you it is an important part of mesh TV is an important part of what we're trying to accomplish with this project. Now the fairness doctrine of the United States federal communications uh, commission was introduced in 1949. It was a policy that required the holders of any news, any broadcast license to both and to, uh, licenses both to present controversial issues to public importance and to do so in a manner that fairly reflected differing viewpoints. In 1987, though, in the 80s, in the late 80s, in 1987, the FCC abolished the fairness doctrine, prompting some to urge its reintroduction through either commission policy or congressional legislation. However, later the FCC removed the rule that implemented the policy from the federal register. The Fairness Doctrine had two basic elements. It required broadcasters to devote some of their airtime to discussing controversial matters of public interest and to air contrasting views regarding those matters. So think of it like this. Literally, the FCC made a rule that's saying if you're going to own a broadcast license and every channel out there used to have their own news, that what you... If, if you talk about one subject, you have to bring people from both sides of the political spectrum there to talk about it in front of people. So believe it or not, it was like Fox News meets MSNBC. And then they had to talk, it, it, you know what I'm saying? Then they had to talk to each other, 
you know what I'm saying, and debate their views, and then just show both sides of, 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 the, of the story, and then you, as a watcher of the news, a, a U.S. citizen, uh, got to make up your own mind. But they abolished that in 1987. I imagine it was abolished because, but yeah, it was it was part of the FCC's um, it was part of the FCC's requirements. You were required to literally show both sides of the story, and then you got to make up your own mind. What a crazy concept, right? So the news was basically just to inform you. You could turn on the news and just trust they were telling you the truth. You could just. Trust them. You just trust that they're telling the truth. They weren't trying to engineer your consent. They weren't trying to tell you some fucking experimental vaccine um, was, you know, tested. It was okay. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you could trust the fucking news. You could just literally, they would just say things and you'd be like, oh, well, yeah, it was on the news. Like, you can't do that anymore. You just can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. Um, So they abolished that. You know, that was back in the days when Ted Turner owned a channel, um, CNN, etc. And then, you know, later he, he then later sold it. But um, that was what the news was. It was supposed to inform you. That's it was That was its only, that was literally its only job. Nobody saw the news as anything, as, as, as a tool for manipulation or nothing. And then... What happened was cable news came on the came on the scene. And then we started having polarizing channels and a news channel and then news channels that only spoke to one side of the voting demographic. And it absolutely changed everything. Um, for how we disseminate information, how we um, engage each other, etc. So since that's been abolished, now nearly every news channel is biased. They're beholden to their investors, etc. And, you know, there is something you have to consider. I've gone over a lot over um, Mockingbird Media and how the church committee hearings, which uh, back in the 70s, uh, were conducted. And they essentially exposed that the CIA manipulates U.S. media in the seventies. And then shortly after that, you know, we lost the fairness doctrine, but we learned in the seventies that the CIA manipulates the news media and the media in general, like pop culture, etc. They have their people in place and they, they groom, either they groom someone to be their little puppet or they just have an agent, you know, live a double life or they get trained and then they, and then they have, they go into a pretend career of journalism. Like they learn how to be a journalist and then they, you know, get plant they get embedded with a uh with a paper or oh sorry whatever whatever you know so generally what has happened now is news channels news outlets whatever have become state megaphones megaphones for the state when i say the state i mean the u.s government so the things that the government wants you to do, these news channels have essentially become just like the social media companies where they only say things that the that the um, the U.S. government wants you to say or wants you to talk about. And it's gotten out of fucking control to the point where they lied to us about a vaccine. So then there can be a giant transfer of wealth 
from U.S. taxpayers. We paid for that fucking vaccine, by the way. That vaccine wasn't free. We all paid for it. But there's a huge transfer of wealth, the same way that the military-industrial complex did for for forever wars. They're doing it for pandemics. And who knows? This could be a new model, like every 10 to 20 years. You know what I'm saying? We do a major cash injection. You know what I'm saying? The same way that the forever wars were basically just a tool to print money for defense contractors. Um, who knows? Regardless, the news lets all of its credibility. And one thing about the news is, though, it's been so so many decades where we've had Mockingbird Media, meaning CIA, NSA, all the alphabet intel agencies have their own people in there. As well as there's people like people don't unrealize like when you think of military intelligence, not just CIA, NSA, there's also the Air Force. The Air Force has its own intelligence wing. They're smart as fuck. They they really get down on a lot of things. A lot of people don't know how how many irons the Air Force has in the fire. The Army runs operations constantly. They have spies, etc. Like they all have their own intelligence agencies in, in, in internally in there, and they are and they also. Um, run ops because you know what I'm saying it's a secretive thing but they also run ops in the United States so we have a lot of coverage but regardless mockingbird media is a real problem and the thing about mockingbird media is that they all when the when the government wants them to repeat something they all do it remember fox news msnbc cnn like all of them all of them repeated that the vaccine was safe and there are no problems for it. And if we stayed locked up in our houses, we are going to be safe. We found, we learned that wasn't true from the Great Barrington, um, uh, what's it called, declaration where all these scientists were like, bro, this is not based on science. It was a bunch of people who just didn't know what the fuck they were talking about creating policy about shit they didn't know about. It's crazy how people who don't know shit don't even know they how much they don't know about shit, but they're so confident about what they think they know, which isn't based on any any kind of data or science. Like we learned with the Great Barrington Declaration, people love to think they know things about things they've never spent any time in. It was essentially politicians who made all these policies that we need to stay home and stay six feet apart and wear masks and et cetera. Like, it was all just a, it was bullshit. It's bullshit. But all the news stations, they repeated that. And even though the Great Barrington Level Declaration had, I think, nearly 100,000 signatures from literal doctors and virologists all saying this is wrong. And do you notice that nobody was talking about that in the news? When you got 100,000 virologists, et cetera, saying, uh, no, this is not how you do it. Don't shut down the country. Uh, Don't do these things. These aren't. But then the government was just like, yeah, that's that's nice. That's like that's nice nerds, you know what I'm saying? But uh, we want this, and they used the they used the opportunity of a pandemic to make a huge transfer of wealth uh, to the pharmaceutical companies, to um, what do you call it? To implement draconian and authoritarian uh, measures to test certain things, etc. This is because all these media corporations have been infiltrated by our intelligence agencies. And then the anchors, they like their lives. Anchors make like $100,000 a night. Did you know that? An anchor makes like $100,000 a night to talk to you and tell you things on those big news channels. They make like 100 Gs, if not more, per per night that they just go up there and talk. They make so much money. They're not trying to lose that job. 
know what I'm saying? They're not trying to lose that. They don't want that. Their, their conscience is not going to keep them from making a hundred grand a night. Can you imagine that? A hundred grand a night, hundred grand a night in a week, right? All they have to do is work a week and they could buy your house. Do you know what I'm saying? They're not going to lose. They're not going to not do what they're told and not do what they're not told to say. Everybody, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, etc. They're not going to do what they're not told to to, to say. They're not going to fucking break from that. You have to think about how much money they're making just to read the fucking prompter and to hit certain talking points that are given to them by the state. So what, what essentially is in control of these things? Well, it's the editors, the editors, it's the editors in chief. Now I have this, um, I have this, uh, da, 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 this little joke. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm all about killing your ego every day. Um, you know, I just, I mean, I don't think I'm shit. I don't think I'm, I think I'm nothing. Uh, and I've always have, and that's actually, you know, the reason why this COINTELPRO shit went on for so long is because I just didn't think I was, I, I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. I thought maybe there was something I was missing, something, something, you know, but then you got the military getting involved and all this crazy shit. Um, and I was just like, that's part, was part of the problem. But when I started the, the Mesh News Project, I gave myself the title of CEN. I'm the CEN of Mesh News. I'm the chief executive nobody. In fact, that's my email at mashnews.org, chief executive nobody at mashnews.org. I have a secondary one um, uh, pertaining to a new phone who other people know about. But um, but that's, yeah, if you want to get a hold of it, it's chief executive nobody at mashnews.org. Um, I want to, because I don't, I don't think I'm shit. I'm not here to tell people things, etc. Mesh News was totally developed out of a necessity since literally every news outlet I went to either stonewalled me, didn't return my calls, etc. So moving forward, I'm the chief executive nobody. I'm a giant nobody. I don't want to control things. I just want to, you know, do the news. And I don't think that my morning news program, my TLDR, which is too long, didn't read, is any, is a big deal, but you know, I've told you before in past things, you know, I do the TLDR because first and foremost, I see how people behave on social media. They just read the headline and then they go in the comics and they go, Oh my God, there's a whole, people don't know. There's a whole naming convention for, and, um, uh, propaganda kind of way to write headlines, to make a headline that is factual, but sounds horrible or is the opposite of what happened in the story, etc. There's a whole, there's a whole propagandizing methodology for headlines and people don't even read stories anymore. Okay. They just read headlines and people's posts and then they get in the comments, etc. No one ever reads a story. So I understand no one wanted to read the story. So I made TLDR and you know, it's just three bullet points of what the story's main points were because people don't fucking read. They don't click on links. And I really think it's something, uh, it's something, um, there is a, if you do social media marketing, you know that there's, it's hard to make people jump from one platform to another. Um, it's why like a lot of celebrities will get on, on X, you know, formerly Twitter and we'll get on, uh, we'll, we'll post 
posts about what they posted on Instagram, but they'll post a link to it on Twitter. Like that's somehow going to make you come over to Instagram and see like people don't like to make that jump between platforms or even the browser. They like to be inside of an experience. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't walk into a sushi restaurant because I want to go to a pizza restaurant. And that's essentially the, the, the thought process behind it. So people don't like to jump out of their app experience, etc. That's something maybe app developers should think about, you know, developing new UIs. And they should, you know, there should be more standardization of how you're allowed to view things within the app. Because I know that there's ad revenues and people don't want to lose that. You guys need to figure out some shit because you're really losing out on an audience because people are apprehensive about that jump. But people, anyways, getting back to it, people only read the headlines and they get all crazy about things, etc. That's one of the problems with the news. Two is that there's too much fucking news. And three, the news that gets shared is never the important shit that will affect your life. And my news program, ain't bull- it ain't shit. Like a couple hundred people watch it a day. It ain't shit. I'm not trying to say I'm, I'm, uh, I'm an important person or the things that I make uh, everyone loves to watch. I mean, the, the biggest thing that came out of the Mesh News Project was, you know, saying our 55,000 strong listener base on the Colantel Pro 2.0 podcast, which you're listening to now. Uh, listening to the debrief debrief episode, but uh, yeah, those are the problems of the news. No one reads. Um, there's too much news, and the the news that you get or people talk about or is trending or whatever is never shit that's going to affect your wallet. It's never shit that's going to affect uh, national policy, which you know, that's all that matters is policy. Politics doesn't matter. Politicians from both sides of the fence will come into office, but the policy remains the same, which shows that policy matters, not politics. But um, policy, you know, people that uh, thinks about, you know, your privacy being invaded by the U.S. government, you know, health, you know, things that are bad for your health going on, etc. So I like to just focus on things that actually affect working class people. That being said, um, there's a lot of independent news popping up. And this independent news is not controlled. There's no editor-in-chief like these newsrooms out there, like these like these news outlets have. There's no editor-in-chief taking fucking orders from the State Department. And I have my own mix of people that I, I listen to and I follow. But, you know... I, with the, with Mesh TV, which you can, you know, watch right now at tv.meshnews.org. And, um, my, what I want to achieve with that is that there's no editor in chief and lots of people, I think, try to start independent news networks, etc., And then they all, they all come off being very dry, etc. And, you know, like, and then they never really, and then they end up fizzling out because what people really want, they want a little bit of controversy. They want a little bit of panache sprinkled in there, etc. So the thing that's going on right now on the web, and I've paid close attention is there's lots of, it's like a new renaissance of journalism and, but it's not giving, getting the credit, it's not getting the coverage it deserves. So I came up with this way we can do mesh tv where we can do an independent news network that's not controlled by anybody 
and it has many different news creators and pundits and journalists, etc., who make news content every day, and they're middle of the road. How do you know the middle of the road? Because I am all about being down the center, down the middle of the road. I think if you lean hard on either side, like, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's like, you know what I'm saying? That's like one side has all the good ideas. That's insane. That's so insane. And people are so already so tribal as it is. I mean, when people go to jail, what happens? Oh, people separate into race. That's a real thing. That's how programmed we are for tribalism. Okay. And then you're going to fucking, now you're going to segment our information information based on tribes get the fuck out of here there's no there's there's just it's just a silly thing to think that one side has only all the good ideas that's my personal stance um it's like saying only only women can you know i'm saying only you know only women have good ideas or only men have good ideas like no no both people have equally good ideas you know what i'm saying it's it's silly to think that in those models but we've been trained that way by being beaten over the head with this bullshit um, at a very early age, this tribalism gets beaten into us. Our, our parents, you know, we grow up learning their values and then we grow up all, you know, have, you know, having our parents listening to the news nonstop in the house or what have you, you know what I'm saying? We grow up with their politics. So we learn tribalism at an early age. Um, it's a learned attitude and it's influenced by exposure to things. But the great thing about Mesh TV, uh, Mesh TV, is that there's no, there's no editor. There's none of these people are from giant news organizations. Um, none of these people are, you know, um, from, you know, the intelligence agencies. These are just creators that really love the news, but also share a a thirst, share 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 a desire. To look at all the facts and then let the facts tell you the story, not for you to take your lens and then be like, well, how can I look at this from how my team sees the world? And these are a lot of independent news creators that I've collected uh, because I've had, I was thrust into this community out of necessity. And then I ended up finding lots of these people who were just really honest um, people, but they... I, I've collected these people because they look at things from a perspective where they're going to, they're going to look at the facts and they have a very independent state of mind. And many of these people, I never, I never really see them, you know, um, lean a certain way. Now I have some creators in this list that kind of do, but you know, it is what it is. I'm going to go over what you're getting from mesh mesh TV, because I think it's important. It's going to tra- it's transitioning over this new model. I'm going to be transitioning mesh news project into this new model here very soon where I think it'll be more effective and, 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 and it'll be more of a, of a filling, filling a need for people who are finally getting to that point where they're waking up. And I'm not talking about being woke. I'm saying being awakened. Do you know what I'm saying? Like being like, oh man, the government runs everything. They run social media. They run the meat. They run the news. They, they, everything they tell me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're telling me to get something that's not safe. People are fucking getting all sorts of heart problems and et cetera. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like people who are awake to this shit. 
So I created Mesh News and I've and I've collected these these minds and these news creators that I can tell you if you are now finding now if you are now venturing down this path where you're finding like bro I do not fucking trust the government. I know the government tr- controls the fucking media, so I can't so I can't trust the media anymore. What am I going to do when I need information? That's what Mesh TV is. And we have this great opportunity where it's completely decentralized. I'm not an editor. I don't tell these people what to make. I have no connection to these people. I've never guest starred on any of their shows. I've never guested on any of their podcasts. Nothing. What I what I have done, though, is collected people who I know the opinions you can trust to be a person who may, they may not think like you every time, but they came to the position of creating this news content where they allowed they allowed themselves to look at the facts and then say, hey, what is going on? Based on all the information, not uh, my team thinks this way or now that's how I'm going to look at this situation. Um, and they, a lot of these people, they do not, uh, and, and then featuring in, in mesh news, I have some caveats. Um, so since I had this collection of creators, I'm not going to feature creators who talk about politicians or, um, slam the other side politically. I'm not fucking interested in that shit. Politicians, it's, it's theater. Politics is fucking theater. Okay. It is theater. There's no way that politicians go politicians spend a billion dollars to get a jo- to get a job that pays, you know, 70 grand a year. Okay? They obviously just want to get in cuz they want the connections cuz they have like a business or what have you. They they're looking to enrich themselves. There are very few politicians. There are good politicians out there. Um Bernie Sanders, Rand Paul, there are so many other uh, great centers, et cetera, that I can't remember. can't think about the top of my head regardless, but overall politics become this performance they, that, that they put on for us to make us think that we're getting our tax dollars worth and it's bullshit. So I don't care. I'm not going to feature. None of these stories are going to be about politics. They're not going to be about politicians. Like, they're not going to be about people talking shit about politicians or the other side or what have you. I'm going to completely omit that. So if some of these creators do happen to make something uh, slamming a particular politician purely because that's the other side, I would never feature that in Mesh News. So you know you don't have to worry about that bullshit. Now, if there is a certain politician in power and they are doing things that should be looked under the microscope, I will feature that. And if those things that they're doing will affect your life, then that's what I'll feature. But I will not feature people, you know, playing fucking videos of Mitch McConnell um, probably having a fucking stroke. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I'm also not going to like, by the way, that was disgusting. Yes, I understand Mitch McConnell um, is, you know, very has very close ties with the, the industrial military complex. Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to celebrate a man possibly having a fucking stroke, uh, that I can't believe that shit. But regardless, like people need to be humans. People need, you need to, who cares if he wasn't on your team? Who fucking cares? Be a fucking human, by the way. Anyways. Um, or like that person who, uh, threw a water balloon and hit Mike Pence in the fucking head. Like, what are you doing? 
You gonna let your fucking kid do that shit? What the what are you what are you doing? You white trash piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's un-American. I'm not gonna celebrate injuring people. I'm not gonna celebrate people hurting themselves, whatever. Tribalism is is a trap. Regardless. You're not gonna I'm not gonna have any stories about fucking Mitch McConnell or none of this shit. None of this shit. Fuck that. Politicians don't matter. Okay, when they do things that affect your life, then you will see them in the in this in this lineup. And so I will omit some content from this list. And believe me, I am very vigilant. I update it three times daily. And what that allows me to do is now if I've created an, it, these people, I have collected enough people where the people I've collected creates enough content for literally a 24-hour news channel where you can just go to tv.meshnews.org. It's going to automatically open up your YouTube app on your phone um, if you have a smart TV, you just follow Mesh News on your smart TV app, and it just says Mesh TV, Mesh News recommend daily recommended. But basically, you just hit play and let that shit ride, and now you have 24-hour news. And the thing is, is since all these people who create the news, and I've created an, and I've collected enough of them, and enough people who are who are making content for you, that it allows you to have a true independent non-biased non-politically leaning news source 24-hour news just like the news that you're used to just turning on the tv but the great thing is is because everyone has a smart tv now and everyone has a smartphone um it opens up a you the youtube our, our youtube playlist what youtube has is it has this little button it has a cast to button it allows you to cast whatever you're watching to your television, which frees up your phone to actually do things you want to do on your phone. So you don't have to have the video playing on your phone. So now you have your 24-hour news experience. What I like about this model is no one's in control. It's the first decentralized independent news channel. What it also does is there's no middleman. I'm not making money off of third-party ads I'm not fucking with their money. They're making content, right? And they're uploading it to that platform to get money for their content. Because a lot of these people, this is how they make their living. And they make real high quality, great stuff. Is I'm not a middleman. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not, you know, I think that's the best thing possible. I think these people should be in control of their own destiny when it comes to their finances, etc. That's something also, you know, uh, uh, other models of this independent news of, of independent news channels have failed that they want to bring on like, all these creators and we're going to do this. No, that's not. No, fuck that. We don't. They don't need you. They don't need. We don't need a large organization anymore. But I vetted these people. I often, before I add a new person to the roster, is I will watch. I will watch their content for a like a week solid, and I watch all of it. Yes, I watch all of it. Very vigilant of it. Um, and if I'm not watching it, I have you know YouTube Plus where I can listen to it, and it's essentially like listening to talk radio, and I can hear everything that they're saying, and so I know if they're biased. If they're going to talk trash or they're going to, you know, try to sway you one way politically, etc. So, yes, I expose myself to all their content and I go back through their library. I see if they're, you know, I'm saying if they're simps for oil companies, I see if they're simps for, you know, uh, 
billionaires who do not have our best interest at mind. Uh, I go through all their old shit and I see what they're posting. I see what they're saying to ensure that, you know, you're putting something smart in your, in your, in your, in your ears and in your eyes, but it's going to give all of us this opportunity now to have a decentralized news network that's not controlled by intelligence agencies, not controlled by the state department, and it's truly independent. Now, like I said before, some of these people, they they all have different backgrounds, different views, which is kind of a beautiful thing because it forces you to be exposed to people who may not think like you. And that's the thing about news right now. You can't really call you say you're awake if you can't be exposed to ideas that you don't agree with and you run from these people. That is such a juvenile, high school-minded bullshit that... These cable news channels have tr- have essentially programmed into our brains. Like, people saying the word bipartisan seems like this amazing, oh, but it's a bipartisan, oh, you work together, oh, you were adults. But that's how, that's how polarized we've become. So this lineup, there's going to be people who, uh, the majority of them, they're right down the center, which is healthy, which is very healthy way of looking at life. But I vetted the shit out of these people. And they're right down the center. Some of them lean a little left. Some of them lean a little right with what they think. Some of them were born in an era that you weren't born in. So they're going to have swaying opinions about things. But essentially, their, their frame of reference is, I'm letting the information tell me what's going on. And, you know what I'm saying... It's not going to, they're not going to all agree on things, but what's great is whenever a new story happens, most of them cover generally the same stories, you know, just like regular cable news, you put it on and there'll be like maybe five to seven stories that happen that day and they'll have different pundits come on and talk about it and give their take, etc. So it's, it's, so when you turn it on, you leave it on all day, you can leave it on in the background or have, because I know there's lots of people who enjoy the news. They leave it on kind of like, uh, like a whoopee or like a comfort thing. And they just let it play in the background. They want people to tell them things. And it's like a soothing thing, believe it or not. But essentially what you can do is you just hit play. You let it ride. You can cast it to your TV, which I recommend you do. There's two different ways you can do that. You can press the cast button. If your phone is on the same Wi-Fi as your TV, you just press the cast button and it shoots it straight to your TV. And then you can use your phone like a remote. And then you can use your phone like a remote and be like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't really care for what this guy is saying right now. And you go, bink, next. Have you ever been able to do that with literally any cable news show? No, you just have to sit there and let them talk. But with Mesh TV, you know what I'm saying? We're utilizing the best video platform in God's green earth, which is YouTube. Um, they have a whole army of people trying to make the viewing experience you know, perfect. And the app is just, it's top notch. You really can't get a better viewing experience than YouTube. The people over at Google really put out a great product with YouTube. It kind of sucks that, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to, they're trying to, uh, um, ban people for things. I personally think YouTube should allow you to put a setting and just be like, uh, yeah, I'm a grown adult. So if I'm exposed to content that you, that, you know what I'm saying? You guys consider disinformation. That's okay because I'm a grown person. I really think they should have that settings in the in the back of the app. The, hey, I'm an adult. So I want to I want to see things and hear things that may or may not I agree with or may or may not, you know what I'm saying, be completely vetted. But I'm a grown person and I know that I should probably 
look at trusted sources, etc. But I shouldn't be told when I'm not allowed to see. I don't understand why that's not a setting. You know what I'm saying? And then what happens is that setting just allows the... Um, it What it does is it tells the advertising algorithm to show a different class of ads. That's it. And so the big advertisers aren't upset that their fucking content is getting shown next to this guy's stuff. That's it. That's it. That's it. And YouTube would stop being, being so hated and then they wouldn't have to flag people's stuff anymore. I don't understand why they don't have that, why they haven't vetted that because you, as you can see, things was going on with Twitter, et cetera. People were really starting to stray away. I mean, rumble, rumble is a fucking, is an externality of YouTube thinking that they know what's best for you. YouTube created a competitor based off it trying to be your dad. I really think, I hope they, they, they go the different direction. They update the app and they allow, there's like a little setting, like, you know saying? I want to see all content or I, you know, don't keep content from me or what have you. Um, I think that setting should be made, you know what I'm saying? And there should be uh fuck, I don't know, some sort of way. If you really need to age, verify it. Fuck, I guess age fucking verify. Google already knows everything about me. Android is the operating system on my phone. So it's not like they don't know who the fuck I am, but regardless, there needs to be that setting. Anyways, YouTube app is the greatest experience. You can cast it to your TV or there's this thing on your TV where you can uh, get a code on the on the playlist. When you press the cast button, the cast button looks like a little, uh, little microwave oven. And you hit the cast button and it gives you an option to cast to the TV or get a code. What you can do is you say get a code. You get a code from... Uh, you go to your YouTube TV smart TV app and you go to the back end of the YouTube TV app and it gives you a code and you put that code in from your phone into the, into the thing. And now you can control it that way if you're not on the Wi-Fi. So there's two different, two great ways, but you just hit play and you let it ride. But I want to introduce you to some of these people. I want you to get better acquainted with what you're about to hear, because I don't think anybody's ever done anything like this. I know it's not like a, it doesn't seem like it's a huge, huge deal, but it is. It really is because truly having independent news that is not affected by the intelligence agencies in the state departments, which has completely infiltrated our media and told us how to think that like thought police, do you understand? Like thought police is something that if we're in this very, very unique window of time and I see this opportunity and what's great is it's so simple uh, 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 for you to be able to enjoy this. And so there's, there's no, um, yeah. So there's, if you are somebody who considers themselves awake or you're awake to the bullshit or you are becoming a free thinker, et cetera, which I feel like after COVID, we're just all done. You know what I'm saying? World Economic Forum, the you know World Health Organization, the fucking, the U.S. government being in bed with the pharmaceutical companies. It's just horseshit, horseshit. And politics is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, it's a, it's like a play unto itself. It's, it's a show. It's a giant show. They're not there to do shit. They're there to enrich themselves. Like I said, there's no reason why someone would spend, you know, a billion dollars to get a job that pays, you know, a hundred grand a year. That doesn't make sense. Why are they doing that? Anyways, I want to introduce you to the roster so people become better acquainted. And I encourage you to 
share this with people who, you know what I'm saying, are getting fucking tired of this era where we cannot trust the damn news. We can't trust the damn news. And uh, that's what Mesh News is. This is response to that. So let me introduce you to the roster, what we got up right now. So you're, you know what you're getting into. And, you know what I'm saying, give us a test drive. Instead of putting on your the usual news and information, uh, if you want to, you know what I'm saying, be awake to the bullshit and you want to become a well-informed person, and so when an idiot speaks up like they know what the fuck they're talking about or they're being a little robot, you can be the smartest person in the room because you make sure that you're being informed by people who don't care about the politics, they don't care about the pol- they don't care about um, you know they don't they don't care about their advertisers, etc. Who they care about is their audience. So let's go down the roster. I want to go ahead and introduce you some of the people uh, for the lineup of Mesh of uh, Mesh TV, and um, so you know what you're getting into because I remember when I first started putting them on the, uh, doing this, you know, it was different to hear somebody who I didn't agree with when I hear someone like, Oh, I don't. And, and, and I was choosing that as news content. And I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't think that way. Or this guy's up his own ass and you automatically get turned off. Cause you're like, Oh, I don't think that way, but it's like going to Europe or learning another language, et cetera. You're forcing yourself out of your comfort zone and what it does, what the payoff is, is now you can fucking think for yourself. Because what is great about being exposed to people who you don't agree with is they're going to say something, right? It's like, think of it like a little, like a little golden nugget. You know what I'm saying? Like a little diamond. Like you got all this fucking dirt. You're like, ah, I don't care about what that guy says. Now, there's not going to be a lot of that. Like I said, a lot of these guys are, are shoot right down the middle. But um, when you hear something from somebody whose opinion you don't agree with, normally there will be a little nugget inside of there that is something you've never thought of before that you can add to how you think and now it's a totally different thing. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you're creating your own fucking remix uh, of your your outlook on the world and you get this like endorphin rush, rush, aha moment when you can start to look at the news like, I don't agree with this guy saying but I'm going to keep listening to him because he does say some things that I can add to my toolbox of things that I think is right for, you know, a good mindset. And now you've got all these things you would never be exposed to if you just listened to a news, uh, uh, um, a news channel or a news outlet that said everything that you, that thought like you. And all of a sudden now you have all these fucking ideas like having sex with each other in your brain. And like, you can see so many different colors. You're like a, like a fucking mantis shrimp. It's, amazing and that's what i hope mesh tv does so first and foremost we got somebody from uh tyt now um i'm not gonna talk shit on tyt i'm not featuring tyt's content here but i am specifically featuring this guy this gentleman on the damage report and the reason why is because he features lots of stories which is just about the news now he's from tyt but he has his own show on youtube called the damage report now it's featured on their news channel tyt is its own thing but um he usually features stories that affect people and uh it's not too political sometimes he does get uh, a little political and i don't know if that's like i said they have an editor-in-chief telling them how to 
telling everyone how they need to make news content, which is something we're trying to avoid. But this gentleman, he has a very cool demeanor. He really gets down to things. And um, when he, he features a lot of stories that affect people. Do you understand? And, you know, he usually um, talks about things that effectually, you know, uh, you will actually care about. And then he'll give you the 411 on things. He usually brings on a guest. He's very thorough. When he does, when you can tell that, you know what I'm saying, the editor-in-chief or whatever of the news channel is telling them to be political or biased, I omit that stuff. I don't put that stuff in the list. Not because of anything other than I don't think politics is real. It's a performance. Policy matters. And if you notice, policy doesn't change no matter who's in office. So that's why I omit things about politics. Um, Empire Files. Now, the Empire Files you're going to see in this, uh, she primarily focuses on documentaries, but she is one hell of a journalist. She's been uh, Abby Martin. Um, she's been featured on the Joe Rogan show. She is just such a gangster, man. And she's got this new documentary coming out where it's about how the U.S. military is actually the world's largest polluter. And it's not brought up because, you know, nobody wants to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Because then that means that the U.S. military has to change how they uh, uh, push people around, etc. Um, but she has these great interviews. Um, she has these great interviews and she makes these great documentaries. And whenever she puts up new stuff, I'm going to feature her stuff. Um, Unreported World. Unreported World you know, they feature lots of stories by independent journalists. They feature stories by a lot of international journalists about these horrible things that are going on in international news, etc. But nobody's talking about them. And believe it or not, unreported world before all this uh, sound of freedom hype, everyone, not to say that that's not great, because I think, I think um, human trafficking is horrible, um, especially human child trafficking. But um, unreported world They've been putting out stories for years about child trafficking all over the place. And when I saw the Sound of Freedom thing and everyone was like losing their minds, it's like, did you just now think this was a problem? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, did you... And that's just because my new my, my information diet is by people who put their shit on the line. These are people who go to third world countries and they embed themselves with people trying to catch people doing human trafficking, etc., and they put their real lives on the line. They're, they're, they're not people afraid to break a fucking nail for a story. So Unreported World, it's just a lot of gangsters, a lot of no-name journalists in third world countries who are willing to literally risk death for a story. Literally risk death. So a lot of gangsters from Unreported World. So if you see them in the lineup, um, it's because, you know, they're, they're doing their gangster shit. Sometimes they feature some stuff that, you know, I... I think might be fluff pieces, but you have to understand a lot of these people who are making content, if they decide this is how they're going to make income after a while, if you don't feed the sheep, the kind of grass they want, I think that your income suffers, unfortunately. Um, you know what I'm saying? Populace is still, still pays the bills. So I try to omit stuff that I think might be a little bit populist too. Last week tonight, 
whenever uh, whenever John Oliver puts something out, I mean, even though he's on HBO, he they also upload it to YouTube. Um, I'm just going to feature everything that John Oliver does. It's it's such a brilliant show. Uh, I think they're on a recess right now because of writer's strike, but I know they're going to be back soon whenever that's over. Uh, but I'll throw in an older episode there every once in a while. But last week tonight with John Oliver, he's from The Daily Show. It's just it's just so great. The writing, uh, John Oliver delivers the delivers the punchlines. I mean, the research that's gone into it, it's so well done. It's so well done. Um, I throw in episodes of Patriot Act. It sucks that Patriot Act is off the air. I don't know why they took Asam uh, uh, Minaj's um, show away from him, but, you know, uh, it's still a great show, even the older episodes of it. We got Kim Iverson. Kim Iverson is a great independent female journalist. She, she's developed her own... Um, her own following and she really cuts to the facts. She brings on great guests. Uh, she's a straight shooter and she calls things out the way they are. So, you know, we brought Kim Iverson on the, the roster for this because, um, I'm, I get real, usually there's a, you know, quite a few men in the news space. And, you know, like I said, like ladies have just as many good ideas as, 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 as guys do. And so I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I want to make sure I, um, you know, not only because she's a great journalist and a great newsmaker, but also, you know what I'm saying? There needs to be representation all at the same time. But it's so great that her content is just like, it's just up there. Like she just, she swings with the rest of them, bro. Like I'm not pulling any punches. She's on there because she deserves to be on this roster. Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore is a comedian. And I mean... The guy is hilarious, but he also understands how to read people. He knows how to deliver information, but he's also awake to shit. And he's been awake to shit for a long, long time. There's so many people that trust Jimmy Dore. I mean, he, he's just a comedian. He's just a comedian. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he I think the intro to his show is even like, yeah, I'm just a pot smoking comedian. I'm nobody special, but someone needed to start saying this shit. Someone needed to start talking truth to power. And he does. And he's garnered quite the following um so but because he's a comedian he's also makes the news funny uh it's a great show he does a live show once uh, uh once a day uh kind of sucks that he doesn't leave up the live shows because i'm you know not everyone can catch it but you know i try to get him up there but he posts clips and he really knows how to deliver a quality news product uh but jimmy Dore, i got him on the roster hilarious guy um david knight I'm going to try to throw David Knight on there, but David Knight was basically, um, he was on the Alex Jones show and he left Alex Jones's show because he thought Alex was too extreme for him. Um, this guy has hardcore libertarian values. His name on X or, and, or Twitter is libertarian. Like he's all about that libertarian, uh, viewpoint. Uh, he's an older gentleman. He has a Christian background. Unfortunately, YouTube kicked him off. So now I'm just, I'm subject to fans op- uh, uploading clips of his shows. So I try to retweet him every day because his show is on X slash Twitter. But you're going to see David Knight on there. Uh, I, I, I couldn't tell you more. Like, we really are losing people who have been awake for a long time awake to shit for like decades and decades and decades david knight is one of those people uh he's been awake to government corruption and calling things out 
like I said, libertarian mindset. He's a great broadcaster, and uh, he really just, you know what I'm saying, he is he, he, he was raised, you know what I'm saying, raised Christian, and, uh, you know what I'm saying, he came up in a different time, you know what I'm saying? But the shit that he says, like, you may not agree with all of it, but it doesn't matter. Like, it's not about agreeing with everything people say. He has a lot of, like I said, he has these these gold nuggets, man. And like I said, he's just stand-up dude. And he does it purely because he enjoys it. Do you know what I'm saying? You can tell he's not trying to make a million dollars from this. He does this because he enjoys it. And it's a professional show. Um, if you can catch him or follow him in other ways, I hope YouTube changes their terms of service but david knight's gonna be on there philip defranco philip defranco man this guy really just came up from he's been you probably heard of him before if you uh came up watching news content on youtube etc philip defranco this guy is a professional and he puts out a professional news product and he's come up in the you know he he's come up through youtube so he totally 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 understands that medium he knows how to deliver a quality news product within like a 20 to 15 minute show um he he really engages with people and their feedback but like i said he also lets the information tell him what the story is he doesn't look at the the stuff through his lens it's completely there to reporting it some some of the some of it is entertainment based news etc but i feel like that's okay to sprinkle in a little bit and like I said, you have to be a little bit populous with your content because these people are, you know, this is how they pay their bills. But Phil Franco, he is, he is um, somebody you can definitely tell thinks for himself. And um, you definitely should, all these people that I'm recommending, you should subscribe to all of them. But he's also on the roster for Mesh TV. Um, Russell Brand, Russell Brand show. He's got his full live, full line, uh, uh, full live show on Rumble that he does. But he also uploads the clips to YouTube, which is what I feature. And he really likes to cut the show down to their key points. So whenever a Russell Brand puts those clips up, um, which is talking about all sorts, they're talking about relevant stuff. And the way I organize these clips, and the way I organize the um, the lineup, and like I said, I I curate this three times a day. So I'm very vigilant, but he keeps up on the up and up. And so these are all up-to-date news stories. So you can put it on and essentially be watching news that happened today because these people, they, they're trying to compete with CNN, etc. So these people are putting out bite-sized content, like 15, 20 minutes, which is, you know, what you should be doing. I mean, primarily if it's just, if you're focusing on one story, you really should keep it to like five to seven, but these guys don't go over 20 minutes. And it keeps the news watching um, experience very fresh. But since they all cover usually the stories that happen during the day, just like the news keeps, you know, they they cycle through like the daily news cycles and they talk about it and they'll bring it up again. And then the next pundit will come on and their next show and then they'll talk about it. But what's cool about this, like I mentioned before, is all these guys have their different perspective on things. So they lean center, but some of them lean center right. Some of them lean center left. So you'll get a little bit of little bit of lefty sparkled in, sprinkled in, and you get a little bit of right person sprinkled in. But Russell Brand, oh my gosh, he is such a hilarious uh, newsmaker. But one thing I love about comedians being in the news space 
you can tell that this is his new next part of his journey, his comedic journey. I mean, he made some great movies, Russell Brand, but just like Russell Brand and Jimmy Dore, the great thing about comedians is comedians are forced to be very honest because believe it or not, some of the most funniest things that happen are things that are very honest and very true and they're unspoken truths. And these people, they, they're like these little cognitive miners and they sit there and they think about things and they think about jokes and you know, what's funny about this and what's the premise, etc. And so, and they also have to play the crowd like an instrument. That's essentially what comedians do. They play the crowd like an instrument. They, 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 they feel them out. They feel out the laughs. They feel the vibe. They're very emotionally intelligent, which, believe it or not, is a sign of very high IQ score, believe it or not. Emotional intelligence is usually a sign of high, high, of high IQ. So comedians are also very smart. But um, overall, like Russell Brand, Jimmy Dore, these comedians, professional comedians who are like, hey, uh, I'm very awake also to the bullshit. I should use my talents for good. You know what I'm saying? They're, you know what I'm saying? Tell, you know, they, they really are using their talents for good. And Russell Brand is one of those people. Uh, he really looks at things from a different perspective. And uh, it's such, it's just a great show. And you shouldn't miss, you shouldn't miss any clip. And like I said, you need to subscribe to all these people aside from going, uh, watching mesh TV. Um, I recommend you definitely, uh, follow all these people, but Russell brand, if you don't know who Russell brand is, then you know what I'm saying? You're living under a rock. I think, uh, I feature Andrew Yang on here. The reason why I feature Andrew Yang is because this guy, you know, we all know Andrew Yang because he ran for president. Um, and he was one of the main proponents of bringing up the idea of universal basic income, uh, et cetera. And, you know, maybe that's not the solution for things, but he was definitely a person that brought on new ideas. Well, he, Andrew Yang, I don't know if you were, if you followed him after he ran for president, but he's got this thing called the forward party where essentially it's an independent third party political party that he formed himself. And this is something he wants to move forward on. And believe it or not, it's called the Forward Party. It's all about moving forward. And his whole slogan is not left, not right, forward. And, you know, he also does a podcast where he brings on really top minds. And, um, you know, he does lots of keynote speaking, etc. But believe it or not, Andrew Yang, he talks about really smart things. And Andrew Yang is actually, you know... Uh, a pretty intelligent dude. And so him uh, doing his podcast, etc. he touches on quite a bit of stories and ideas. And think about it like uh, this is the editorial section of the news. And some of these news creators, they do kind of the editorial stuff, but I think it's going to be good for your overall um, exposure to things. So I feature Andrew Yang in here because he really is, you know what I'm saying? He's, he started his own third party. So he is, you know what I'm saying? If anything, that guy is down the center. And, uh, since he's also, uh, ran for president and he knows how that monster goes, uh, he also has really good perspectives on what's going on, what's being said, what's important, what game is being played in politics. Cause he has that experience, right? Because you don't know unless you've been there. And so I, I feature Andrew Yang in here because, you know, um, he's a smart guy and he really going to offer you a perspective from somebody who's literally ran for president and people took him serious too, by the way. 
Uh, I feature the, here's another show is the Ron Paul Liberty Report. Liberty Report. Obviously, if you don't know who Ron Paul is, I think you're also you're living under a rock. But Ron Paul has been somebody who absolutely has stuck to his guns his entire political career for only to pay off sometimes many years, sometimes decades. Uh, I featured that one Ron Paul clip where he was on that sh- on that um, talk show and he was talking about drug policy when everyone was losing their mind in the 80s about the war on drugs and don't say no and everyone because these people, they don't know how to, people who don't know how to think for themselves think they know what they're talking about. What they don't know is that they're just repeating things someone told them because unfortunately school teaches you how to know what you've been told. Do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't teach you to think for yourself. It doesn't teach you to say, hey, I'll teach you this skill here, this skill here, and this skill here. I'm going to let you put those three together and how you understand, based on how you understand them. And that's actually learning. They don't teach you to learn that way. They teach us through memorization. They teach us by listening to the teacher. What that does essentially is it trains your brain later on in life to, this is the information I'm going to tell you. You better listen to what I have to say. And then after a while, like almost like um, like Stockholm Syndrome, you just know that the person who everyone's eyes are on, that's the person who says the truth. And that essentially um, teaches us as we get older to, well, everyone is saying this. Or the person with the biggest mic- megaphone said this, so this is true, etc. And it's, it's indoctrination on on how authority and authoritarianism work, and et cetera, and eventually becomes normalized as we get older. But um, Ron Paul, he has been somebody who, he's okay with being unpopular because he knows he's right. And sometimes he was very unpopular. Like I said, like that clip I played of him on that talk show in the 80s where everyone was screaming at him about drug policy. And now... Uh, you know what I'm saying, 2023, that's literally the, the United States' drug policy. Something he was telling people while they were all scared about the hype and the war on drugs, because none of these people know how to think for themselves, uh, of what the what the truth was, etc. And he ended up being right, because that's now the successful drug policy. We're decriminalizing mushrooms, we're decriminalizing weed. That's what his stance was in the 80s when everyone was losing their mind about dare and war on drugs, etc. So... I mean, on top of that, Ron Paul is exceptionally fiscally conservative. He's always spoken out against the, the the U.S. war machine. And this guy, man, he is always dropping truth bombs. Like, I don't It's like he has an unlimited supply of truth bombs consistently. So, and he, whenever he goes up and, 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 and whenever he does his daily or his, his weekly, his daily news show that he does during the week, he's always got these great things to say. Um, he's always got these really good perspectives because keep in mind, he was also in politics for decades and he's also run for president. So he really knows how the machine works and he brings an inner perspective for somebody who's never compromised their values, but he also has a perspective of how the machine works on the inside. And when Ron Paul supports something, you should really keep mind of it because he doesn't just throw around his endorsement on anything like part of being someone who's very strict on your values is somebody who um really really studies the people he's around because when you are saying things that are true that people don't want to hear especially other people who are also lawmakers 
those people will constantly be trying to figure out ways to compromise you, to try to put you in catch-22s, etc. So he's had to be, I, I guarantee you, this guy's had to be very mindful of the people that he surrounds himself with um, in order to not be compromised to be one of these shining lights that we were so blessed to have in, 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 you know, in the Capitol. But he does a, he does a daily news show during the week. And like I said, you really need to absorb everything he's saying. Um, and he, like I said, he drops daily tooth bombs. Democracy Now! Democracy Now! is an independent news network. And, you know, they, if you would think of them like punk rock PBS, but at the same time, they, um, have a lot of intellectual uh, stories, etc., on Democracy Now!, and they also, um, the intelligentsia of, you know what I'm saying, of the of academia world, they have the respect of a lot of people in academia, and they really bring on very high-tier experts um, for certain stories, etc., and they're very well respected because they keep this balanced, um, not left, not right, right down the middle. Sometimes, you know, you can definitely tell, like I said, they play the populace. Um, and so I will admit some of those things, not because I don't think it's good, but it just, I don't know. I think we have enough populace, but at the same time, they're also, this is how they make money. So they have to sprinkle some of that in there, but democracy now, um, very well respected, very well sourced, and they really try to keep it about the facts. Uh, another one I have on here is We Are Change. Um, this is from a guy named Luke. He became super popular during the, um, what's it called? The the 1% movement or the, or the 99%, 1% movements during 2008 crash. He... Um, he, whenever there's something going on, this guy is there with his camera, etc. He's on site. I mean, this guy even, believe it or not, he, this guy even went to Jeffrey Epstein's island after he got arrested and did a tour of the island. He like, it was all taped off by the FBI, etc. This dude didn't give a shit. He, he, uh, he chartered a little boat and, um, yeah, he went up to the island. He brought his camera and everything. And I mean, the guy is... He, he's pretty ballsy, you know what I'm saying? And he gets the shot and he likes being in the shit or, or when there's a story happening, like he's there. So he's kind of like a stringer slash newsmaker. And uh, he's really on top of things, not top of topics. And he has like a daily news show where he goes over things and he gives you his unique perspective because, you know, he's been, he's been a dissonant for quite some time. And, uh, all around just, you know, you can tell that this guy, he loves what he does and he speaks about the facts and he really focuses on stories that you wouldn't hear about, you know what I'm saying? Big brother, um, lizard people type shit, not saying like tenfold hattery. I'm using lizard people as a metaphor, but things that the lizard people are up to that you might not be keeping up on. This guy keeps up on this shit. Uh, I got Hotep Jesus on there. The Hotep Jesus, he brings a black American's opinion about lots of topics. Now, I know he's been 
Right now, he hasn't been really making too much news content. He guest stars on like Fox News, etc. Every once in a while, he's been on the Joe Rogan show. Uh, he plays a lot of chess, and he really is about uplifting young minds, etc. But you know, I hope he goes back to making news content. But you're gonna see him sprinkled in there every once in a while. Uh, the Gray Zone News. Um, Gray Zone News. They're on the. They've been featured on the Jimmy Dore Show. They're independent journalists. Uh, the whole crew over there. They really uh, care about the facts, telling the story, not their opinions telling the story. They've got quite a few um, journalists on there who really care about what the story is, and they stick to their guns. And you know what I'm saying they have not made friends by telling stories that are against that are against the the war machine, etc. And their their lineup of people and the stories that they feature are totally legit. Um, I got Katie Helper. Katie Helper is a news creator where she has her show, the Katie Helper Show, and uh, she really, really, really cares about journalistic freedoms. She, she doesn't placate to, um, lots of the things that people, um, consider taboo. Like she speaks out, uh, against, you know, Israel, if they're doing something that is, um, that she feels like they are doing stuff that is, um, what is that? What's that term called? What's that term called? Apartheid state kind of stuff. Um, I don't personally, I mean, I personally think, you know, it is definitely obvious that they are being very rough with, um, Palestinians over there. I don't know enough about what's going on over there. I've had people tell me what's going on and I see stuff. Katie Halper didn't make any, fr uh, you know, it was actually, they kind of like shadow banned her because she was talking about that stuff. Isn't that crazy? Just cause you're talking about stuff people don't want to hear. It's crazy the amount of censorship that's going on. The, the tech companies really are the fourth uh, branch of the fucking government. Well, the fifth, because the fourth is the banks, you know? Tech companies, big tech is really becoming the fifth branch of the uh, of the government uh, after the banks. So she has a perspective on things that, you know what I'm saying, isn't very mainstream. And she also, though, really cares about journalistic freedom. If there was ever somebody who cared about the First Amendment, it's Katie Helper. Um, she is constantly being vigilant, featuring stories about, you know, the oppression of Julian Assange. And um, she also features other stories about the war machine. She's very hyper vigilant about those uh, sorts of things. And But you're going to get a different perspective on world events from her. And that's good. And that's healthy. Like I said, it's like, uh, you know how people are really into CrossFit? That's what I'm hoping Mesh TV is. It's a CrossFit for your brain and your perspectives on the world. You're going to get, a, it's going to throw you from all different directions. So your whole body becomes a muscle. You're not just focusing on, you know what I'm saying? One kind of thing. And you know, so that's what I, I see this as this is like CrossFit for your brain. You're learning to train so many different parts of your brain and how to think about things, et cetera. You're going to get exposed to all these different kinds of people. Um, but there's no editor, which makes it even greater is it's decentralized. No one controls it. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're going to see Katie Helper on there, though. I do feature some of the stuff from PBS NewsHour. Uh, PBS, they've been in the game for a long time. Um, there's been a few prominent movie directors that have 
gotten their feet wet in PBS, uh, creating PBS news content, etc. And PBS overall has been known as a public broadcasting channel. And so we feature some stuff on there. We don't feature the stuff that, that gets political. Uh, they sometimes still lean political, etc. Like I said, you have to play populist, especially if you're trying to generate income with this stuff. Since I, um, me personally, I don't do this. I don't do my news project for money. I do it because I care about truth and facts. Um, I don't have those caveats that I have to worry about. So sometimes there's some populist stuff on there and sometimes there's some politically leaning shit. And sometimes there, you know what I'm saying? Like I omit that stuff. It's not that it's not important or anything, but I don't run that station because I don't believe in it. I believe in an editor less, you know, kind of news model, but they feature a lot of stories, international stories. They feature a lot of stories about health, public health that does not get featured like you really have to understand, like, that stuff is important. PBS is on it, bro. Health, public health, um, uh, healthcare, um, international news that affects you and the, and, you know, and affects United States citizens, etc. Um, they're all around super trustworthy news outlet. So, like, I will told, uh, so I'll be featuring them. Uh, there's status coup, status coup. This guy is awesome. Status coup, man. This guy went around the country, um, interviewing people, especially during COVID, etc. This guy, he just gotten like his, his SUV. He's just like an independent dude. He got in his fucking SUV and just started interviewing people. So he was like doing the local news thing, but all around the country. And this guy really gets in the nitty gritty of things. He really loves to feature stories where, you know, that affect like the working man. I mean, he's, he's constantly having people on for like the UPS strike. He just has people who just work for it. Like not the, not the union leaders that are just people in the shit, working class people. And he's really a man of the, this, the great, uh, 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 what's it called? Status quo is really just like, this dude is really brings like the local news feel of caring about people, but to the national news space. So I'm featuring status coop. Uh, they do great stuff. I got Paul Joseph Watson, Paul Joseph Watson. He is a, I would call him a commentator, news commentator about things. And he's, he leans a little bit right on things like, but he also is right down the middle on some things. And he has different perspectives on certain things like climate change, etc. But that's okay. And that's what this is. Mesh TV is all about. It's all about being like CrossFit for your brain. You know what I'm saying? Like being awake is learning to be exposed to things that are different. And I really enjoy some of the things that he makes. Sometimes I don't agree with it, but it doesn't matter because that's not what information is. Information is sometimes things you don't want to hear or you don't agree with. And, but regardless, I think he's a super smart dude. He has some really original perspectives on things and he sticks to his values and I respect the shit out of this guy. And so I'm going to feature Paul Joseph, uh, Paul Joseph Watson and, uh, et cetera. And all this and the stuff he makes Jake Tran. I already dropped some knowledge on you guys about Jake Tran, but Jake Tran, man, this guy, he turns around documentaries. So many, uh, many documentaries, like 20 minutes or so at a time about some really important topics, um, that are in the 10 day news cycle or, uh, uh, what have you. 
And um, they're pretty comprehensive. And you can tell he really loves this shit or else he wouldn't be able to pump it out as, as fast as he does. Generally, you have to understand, like, um, per every minute of uh, a video, it takes about an hour, hour and a half of your time because you got to find the clips. You got to figure out how you're going to edit the clips together. You got to figure out, you know, what the what the narrator's going to say over things. So it takes time. It's laborious. So you really have to appreciate this guy. Like, it seems like almost every like three to five days, he's pumping out like a 20 minute video. It's crazy. I don't know how he does it. The guy is just, you know what I'm saying, crazy on, uh, crazy on the editing software or, 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 or what have you. But you can tell he's a hard worker and all the stuff that he features, it all, it all adds up. Like you can fact check all of it and it's just all true. It's just all true. All of it's true. Like he's not trying to bend the rules. He's not trying to bend the facts. So, you know what I'm saying? He does this great editorial content and, um, so we're going to continue to feature him. Jake Tran, smart guy. Um, the recount is, um, a left is a, is a center is down the road, uh, down the middle news outlet, the recount, but they lean a little bit to the left and, um, they really do pump out some no nonsense content. And, um, you know, I'm just going to keep featuring them. They maybe pull back from creating uh, co- news content on YouTube, etc. But you have to understand a lot of these news startups, they, they get going, but a lot of these guys, they do it because they love to do it. Not because of anything else other than they love to do this stuff. Um, so sometimes these guys kind of like, they fall off a little bit. They have lives. You know what I'm saying? You never know. So, you know, uh, you know, I, 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 I can't wait for them to come back, but these are, they're, they're legit dudes and they're very vigilant about this and they really love this stuff. Uh, the real news I'm featuring the real news and I will never bump them from the roster. The real news is one of the OGs when it comes to online non-biased news, which is why they call themselves the real news. Um, they, you know, since the early days of like web 2.0, you know, when we started having video sharing, etc., the real news, well, from what I'm, what, from, from, from when I was, uh, being exposed to them, they always, uh, they, they, they really stick to what's going on. They really are super trustworthy. They feature things that people care about. They feature stories that you may have not paid attention to. They really care about equally representing people from all different aspects and scopes of, of the world. And, uh, they help other smaller organizations with fundraisers, etc., using their platform that they've garnered over the years to, uh, promote, um, causes that may not be getting a lot of exposure. So it's really like a labor of love with these guys. So we're going to add, we're adding the real news to the roster. Uh, there's this gentleman who goes by the name of anomaly. He's basically, he's a hip hop artist. He's a fairly decent, um, hip hop artist. He, uh, does lots of projects with other hip hop artists, uh, on YouTube, etc. And believe it or not, that's the model. Now, a lot of these guys, they come up through these social media platforms 
and then they um, end up, you know, what I'm saying garnering followers, etc. But he's somebody who is also awake to things and awake to the bullshit, and he provides commentary on uh, on quite a few stories, etc. And he was one of the people who, you know, what I'm saying he's one of the very few people during this whole thing because a lot of people. It's weird how people's brains don't work right. How when Trump was president, everyone was like, yeah, Trump, he came out with a vaccine. But then like lefties were like, oh, I'm not taking that vaccine if it's the Trump vaccine. But as soon as Biden came in, everyone was willing to take the vaccine. It was crazy. Or all the lefties were like, you know, shoot it in me, daddy, straight into my veins. But essentially it was Trump's vaccine. But. And then the vaccine ended up being this thing where, like, we found out, like, they're injecting us with this experimental shit. Uh, All these people are falling ill. And uh, he was one of the people early on who, like, I remember him in the news space. He was one of those people early on who was just like, yo, how how are the people who said they were never going to get this vaccine if Trump made it? Now lining up and telling everyone you're killing people for not wearing a mask. He was one of those people early on who made that observation. He stuck to his guns when nobody was talking about that or nobody was thinking about that. Like he remembers like, yo, is everyone high? How did everyone just shift their thinking purely because of who was selling the Jesus juice? It's crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? Because I saw him make that observation and stick to his guns so hard, I, uh, I'm i going to continue to feature him in our lineup because... People who are right about something and are okay with being hated when it's, you know, but being right, people who are okay with, yeah, people who are okay with being, uh, for people to not like them, um, but it doesn't matter to them because they know that they're right and they're going to stick to their guns. That's just, it's just something that you, you, it's a very rare trait in someone who sticks to their guns when it's not, not the popular thing to do. And, you know, he also, like I said, he also, he, he's a hip hop artist. He, um, you know, he's fairly successful too. He plays to some pretty big venues, believe it or not, but he also, um, brings, you know, a different perspective of the news, et cetera. So he does commentary, um, and he's really awake to shit and he has a different perspective of things, but you, you know what I'm saying? I really respect this dude because when it wasn't popular to say something out loud, he, his voice didn't shake and people should be respected when they do something like that. And, you know what I'm saying? I also enjoy his content. Um, there is another gentleman I'm going to add to the, uh, that as on our roster, it's Glenn Greenwald. And this guy is a show on rubble, but this guy was trusted by Snowden. Believe it or not, Snowden gave this guy, um, some of his, um, some of his documents and that leak that caused him to be exiled. And Glenn Greenwald, oh my God, this dude does not pull any fucking punches. He's got the most, he's got such a polished, polished, polished show. This guy's got such a polished show. Um, but he's a strict right down the middle independent like this, bro. This dude bleeds fucking green. He is so into down the line, independent. Like he looks at things and he's. Very Solomon-esque. And I don't know if you grew up Christian or not, but Solomon was all about right down the middle. Right down the middle. So he's very Solomon-esque about how he um, um, 
talks about the news, etc., which is why Snowden chose him to get some of his files and his documents. So Glenn Greenwald's got this really polished show called System Update, and um, he talks about things that are happening. He brings on these really great guests, and it's super polished. Like, I cannot believe how polished his show is. Um, it's such a great product, and he's such a straight shooter, and you can just tell this guy... This guy wakes up and he just, you know what I'm saying? And the, and there's people who say, oh shit, he's awake. Like he is just there to fuck shit up. He's there to speak truth to what's going on. It doesn't matter if who's in, who's the president or what have you, who's in power. This guy is talking about the shit that is not right or the shit that doesn't add up. He doesn't pull any punches. Such a polished show. Uh, I also got a gentleman, uh, Patrick Beck David. He has this network that he's uh, that he built himself. He made a bunch of money uh, in the insurance business, and he's a self-made man. He's from he's from Iran, but he ended up becoming a naturalized citizen. Then he joined the then he joined the armed forces, and then he be became you know what I'm saying a millionaire in the in the uh, insurance business. This guy has interviewed Kobe Bryant. Um, this guy has interviewed so many top tier people. He's just this, he's a fucking businessman. You know what I'm saying? You can tell how he talks. He's, um, he's got, he's got that moxie. He's got that, he's got that alpha male moxie to him. And this dude, like everyone knows that one guy that they, you know what I'm saying? That they grew up with that is all about, you know what I'm saying? That grind making money, seeing the opportunity of things, seeing the dollars and cents. And that's an important person to have in your life. And, um, something that I don't think is represented enough in, in, in news media. So he built this own, his own news me, his own news platform called Valuetainment because he wants to make entertainment that you see value in. And, um, this guy just built it from the ground up and he ended up, you know what I'm saying? And, and he's got this podcast called the PBD podcast. He has some really top tier guests. It's crazy. The top tier guests. I mean, like I said, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant is one of the people that that was like, yeah, I want to get interviewed by Patrick Beck David. And, uh, he has this conference that he does every year where, you know what I'm saying? He brings in like really heavy hitters where, um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? He just, uh, retired from the damn, uh, what's this the dude? Uh, uh, um, he just retired. Why is it? Why is it? I hate that when the name's on the tip of your damn tongue? Retired quarterback. <laughs> I can't believe I'm having this brain fart right now. What is going on with my brain? It's late. What is his name? Uh, Tom Brady. What? I can't believe I did. Can't believe I forgot Tom Brady. Right? But he's having Tom Brady talk at it. Like Tom Brady is like, oh, Patrick Beck David is doing this. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Like he's just this dude you never like. He he's just like a, you know, like a sleeper cell. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? Like once you get introduced to him, you realize like, oh, people know this dude. He's respected. He knows how to make money. He knows how to grind. When he opens his mouth out, when he opens his mouth about making money, etc., 
you should listen to this guy. Like I said, he brings some alpha energy to it. And it's a nice balance. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a nice balance of things because you need that kind of moxie to balance other things out what we got going on in Mesh TV. So Patrick Beck David, like, you just like, it's a, it's, it's uh, the, the, yeah, like the moxie that comes out of this show. It's, it's a very good energy. It's very alpha. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's just super solid. And you know what I'm saying? You know, this guy, when he speaks, he knows what he's talking about. He doesn't waste his words. And you can tell when he's, he, him and his, and his buddies that he does his, his news show with. Um, they argue and stuff like that, but the way that they argue, it's, it's so respectful. It's so respectful, but at the same time, it's like almost like a, uh, um, almost like a mafioso thing. Like, I apologize. Could I have the floor right now? You know, <laughs> like these guys all, they're all self-made men. You know what I'm saying? They're self-made men. They're, 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 they're dudes who make money. You know what I'm saying? They're all about, you know, chasing that dollar. It's a different attitude, but it's a moxie that needs to be brought to the news space because it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, uh, groomed, you know what I'm saying? Pedigrees in the news industry. There's not a lot of people from different backgrounds who see things differently, etc. So we got, uh, uh, you know, Patrick Beck David with his valuetainment on, and I feature this guy. Uh, and last but very not least is Redacted. Redacted is a husband and wife team. The, um, the husband formerly worked at Fox News, and then he went and he started his own independent news platform it's called Redacted. And they feature lots of stories that aren't covered in the news. And they really specialize in the underreported stories daily and they do a live show. I'm glad that they leave it up on YouTube for people who aren't able to see the live show. They can catch it later, but the husband and wife team, they have super good energy, really good flow. They back their shit up and then they do their commentary on things, but really just really cool people, really cool couple. Like you can just, you can feel the vibes. Like, can you imagine working with your spouse every day? And not wanting to kill them like these people have. Like you can tell that they have like good energy with their relationship, etc. Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? Not not just the fact that they also, you know, really adore each other, but that they're in, they're on a mission together. Like that shit is so inspiring. Like they're on a mission together. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's so rad. Uh I love seeing that kind of that kind of, you know what I'm saying, energy from people. But their husband and wife news team. And they have this platform called Redacted. And you know what I'm saying? It's it's a little how they how they how they set it up, it's a little bit edgy. I like it. It's I like it. It's, it's a little bit edgy. But they they the shit that they say, it's very well researched. And when they are speaking speculative speculatively, speculatively, they say that they are. They're not trying to because here's the thing was what happens is normally the news, what they'll do is they'll mix their opinion in with the facts. So you think that's the facts and that's how people fuck you over is someone says, oh, well, what happened? Oh, well, this happened. And then they include their opinion on it. And then all of a sudden now you have a perverted version of the facts. And these guys don't do that. Um, this husband and wife team, every time they they leave the facts, they go, and I'm speculating right now, or blah, 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 or this is my opinion. Like they make sure they separate that, which is, 
which is very respectful. Like I said, I watch I before I add someone to the roster, before I I'm going to pass it off to the 55,000 of you who trust me, before I add them to this roster, I make sure that I vet and I watch these people for like a week or two. And then I go back through their old catalog and I go through saying, oh, this is a controversial thing. What do they have to say about this topic or what have you? Like, you know what I'm saying? I really research these people. I watch these people. I pick it apart. Um, you know, I've been on quite a journey full of people from the intelligence uh, community, from the um, security contractor community, organized crime being um, being told to fuck with me. Uh, con artists, uh, etc. bro. Just corrupt cops, vice cops. Like, bro, I've just been exposed to every flavor of bullshit and fucked up person. And so at this point, I feel like I have my doctorate in bullshit and, and, and bullshit people and knowing what a good person is at this point. Like, I thought I was a good judge of character, but man, being fucking burnt by people professionally trained over and over and over again until you form a callus where you can now like just call it, you know, call it as you see it, like legitimately. Dude. So like when I when I recommend these people, understand I've sat there and I've watched them and I've paid attention to their face, paid attention to their tone of voice. I paid attention to, you know what I'm saying, their sources. I check their sources. I go and I Google that shit as I'm, oh, really? They said this? Let me check. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I watched. So these people are legit. And like I said, the fact that they're husband and wife team and they got that energy, bro. Like, oh, I love seeing that. Like, a couple that's on a mission, bro. Homie, that's awesome. So that's the lineup from SGTV right now. You know, people have been submitting things to me already. There are some people who are sub submitted like the show called, uh, well, I can't, I'm not going to say him yet because he's not out of the roster. There's lots of people submitting shows now like, oh, hey, my boy here or whatever. Like, uh, I really care about someone who puts out a consistent product, uh, you know what I'm saying, hopefully on a daily basis and they have a fresh perspective and they're bringing something to the environment. Like I said, these people I picked, they're not all of the new shows I watch. They're they're the they're, I I I created the I created this group of people because it's like if I were to run a newsroom, who would I choose? Who would I you know what I'm saying? Who would I choose for my roster and how these people balance out each other? How this person has this different perspective and this will be nice to sprinkle in this or this is going to be good for our people because we're going to, you know, this is, this guy has an edge on things or this guy has a experience on something or he's been in this one place. So he's going to bring this really uh, unique quality. So it's not literally it's not all of the news uh, makers that I follow. I follow, you know, quite a few hundred. But this group right here, like, you know, what I'm saying. Now, I'm specifically focusing on independent news people because I follow a whole bunch of people from the right side. I follow a whole bunch of news creators from the left side. And I think they're awesome. There are so many people on the right and the left, but they they are very loyal to their party. And overall, it would it's difficult for me to pull things from their, their content lineup that would be... Um, non-biased to one political party 
but keeping that in mind, I love listening to me. I love, you know, um, listening to like pod save America, you know, on the left, I love, um, you know, people from the right, like, uh, what's her, uh, what's her, uh, Sarah Carter and the Dana show and, you know, um, judicial watch, like, you know, I, I, you know, I enjoy, you know, the hello somebody with Nina Turner on the, on the, on the left side, like I listen to people on right and left, but this roster, this lineup is purely people right down the center. So you're not getting a bias, which is very important that you're not getting a bias. You're getting people who primarily are right down the center. But how do we do that without the intelligence agencies and the state department and advertisers and big business and big pharma and big oil influencing how we get information? The only way to achieve that, the only way to go back to a fairness doctrine type news back in the 80s before they abolished it is to do it this way. And now I, what is so important about is nobody's in control. I'm not the editor. They're not telling each other what to, what to make, etc. But because I've spent time to curate this group of people, I can guarantee you that you're going to get a middle of the road perspective overall. And since some of them lean a little left, some of them lean a little right. Some of them have different backgrounds and different kinds of things. Some of, you know, one of them is a libertarian. Like you're going to get this, like, it's going to be like CrossFit for your brain. And that's something I feel like is the most valuable aspect of besides being decentralized, which means that it's not owned by the state. It's not owned by advertisers, not owned by big business. It's not owned by pharma. It's not by oil, etc. It's not owned by the banks. You're not going to get bullshit from these people and they stick to their guns. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to the debrief. I hope you start watching mesh TV. I hope you go to mesh, uh, go to tv.meshnews.org and, uh, you know I'm saying? Bring it up in your app, uh, follow us on YouTube. You know, it's just the mesh news daily recommended. You can, you know, put it on. If you subscribe to YouTube Premium, you can listen to it in the background on your headphones. And so you can listen to the news all day if you'd like. I personally think YouTube Premium and Amazon Prime, if you're going to subscribe to any two streaming services, that'll be worth your while. You know what I'm saying? YouTube Premium, because it's basically like you're getting Spotify and YouTube without ads for buying YouTube Premium. And you get to listen to videos in the background. Uh, with your headphones on and you don't have to, it doesn't have to take up your screen, etc. Um, but also you have the full music catalog of the same music that you can get on Spotify. So you get to listen to all. So it's basically like getting two services in one, you know, and Amazon because Amazon prime, you get the, the deals on shipping and then Amazon, Amazon prime also has like a whole video of premium stuff. So, I mean, if you're ever going to just, if you're ever going to be like, oh man, I don't want to have all these services. What I'm going to do? Those are the two I recommend. But anyways, it goes on. Uh, you can watch it in the YouTube app. You can throw it up on your TV, right? We don't need to. Uh, you don't need to download a new app. What's great about that too is I'm not having you download an app. I don't want to know your data, right? That's another great thing about this is it's completely like it's bullshit free. I'm not. I'm not sitting there figuring out your watch data patterns so I can sell this to advertisers or, you know what I'm saying, collecting your cookies. There's no cookies. There's no bullshit. 
Like it, you're not downloading a new app, but you're still getting a independent, non-state point Mockingbird Media independent news that you can keep on all day on the television and you're still going to get the same news because these people are vigilant every day they're producing content they're talking about the stories that happened today and you're not going to and it's not going to be bias and these people care about their final product because this is what they do okay they're not part of a they're not part of a, a big organism that 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 placates to advertisers etc they're doing it just for them but these are my MVPs in the independent news space, primarily independent news, because I think everyone that there's so many creators, you know, right and left that I think are amazing. But these people, because there is no independent news, it's left or right. And the people who say they're independent is bullshit. They're a state megaphone, state megaphone for the state. Um, but tv.meshnews.org. Um. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope that you know me introducing you to the concept, to the roster, etc. I hope you'll be an advocate to bring them on board for this kind of you know little movement and news we're trying to generate. That we don't need big news channels, etc., to get the news to have a twenty-four hour news network that's up to date and is gonna not it's not gonna tell us how to think. In fact, it will end up teaching us how to think. It's kind of a win-win on both sides. Thank you for uh, tuning into the debrief today. And I, I hope that, you know, uh, if you are going to choose news that you're going to, that you're going to watch, you choose the TV mesh TV at tv.meshnews.org. I'm Steven Beckman. And I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. This is my United States It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before they get better. Yeah, whatever.